0: To two dads against the world where we take on the funny world we live in one diaper change one soccer practice one homework assignment at a time join us as we chat about everything from raising kids facing the challenges of everyday life and whatever we enjoy and makes us laugh yes we'll rant yes we'll laugh and maybe we'll eventually
1: learn but no guarantees scotty how are you doing eldon i'm doing excellent man excellent oh what and a day. uh uh, it has been a day. I've, I've got the house clean and the kids have left, so I am happy. Like, what are uh, you? What are full you? fridge of beer. Steaks are marinating. Is it date night? The
0: Valentine's was a couple weeks ago. Hmm? Valentine, you're not doing something special just because? you're no. Just because you're just because? Just because I'm awesome. I'm okay. going to
1: cook steaks and drink beer and flirt with my wife a little bit. All right. T- TMI, but thank you yeah. very much. Mm-hmm. So, scotty so my don't be that Why, why I just is everyone not gotta be like that it's okay it's who i am oh my god i literally worked in an office with a guy was like oh lol and i'm like no shut up shut up don't ever do that don't what's, ever say that i'll slap you what
0: is talk to you later ttyl no no yeah yeah ttyl yeah i don't yeah. know
1: it's okay to put in a text it's not okay to say it that's all i'm saying right right all right don't don't be that guy but anyway, guy. yeah, this is actually a pretty exciting show because we're, we brought on someone that actually has a good podcast, yeah. That and and it's actually stuff people learn things from. Hmm. But yeah, we literally had to lasso a brown man from Ontario just to get some expertise on things. So it's wicked <laughs> awesome. So welcome to our show, there, Mister Ash. <laughs> Ash Zaid. Now, did I say that right, Zade?
2: You did Ashe? say that right.
1: Oh yeah. my God! Thank cool God! Thank so We're from Alberta. Yeah. We don't
0: know how to say words like
1: so I, good, you know. Exactly, and I've—I don't need the whole Iranian community after my asses, too. You know what I mean? Like, I've already got these group of Somali guys that thought <laughs> I was being very friendly with them, but they took it the wrong way. Mm. Anyway, too bad. I, I paid for the cab fare. It was all good. It's good. just so, <laughs> so bad. I, don't,
2: I don't know how to how to jump into this kind of conversation
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's the worst intro uh, it's the worst intro ever I'm sorry Ash
2: phenomenal yes. but thank you so
1: much for coming on with us yeah and Ash I, Ash thanks for coming on
0: um yeah you know,
2: I appreciate uh you giving me a soapbox to, to get uh, <laughs> everything off my chest about Alberta oh, yeah, from my know. study here in Ottawa Okay, this is yeah.
0: <laughs> surrounded with wood shelves, all custom made, thick binders, thick, thick leather bound Original books. Original print books. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, man. See, for, we have a few American listeners, which we love. We we had a good conversation, some good feedback from them last week. But there is, for those that don't know, Canada is not one neighborhood. We are separated <laughs> by regions. And we're large. We're small population, big country. So that what that means is we have our own stereotypes per area. So, you know, Ontario is, and Ottawa is particularly, is the ruling class of Canada. <laughs> that's right. But And it's Albertans. I don't know how. What's the stereotype right now in Ontario to Albertans?
2: I'm afraid you might hang up. Okay. Well, uh, no, no, no. No, trust no. me. We've heard it. Bring uh, the honesty, well, Ash. Yeah. Let's yeah, hear no, it. I work with a lot of Americans. Yep. And they ask me this question. And I go, you know Alabama? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, no. You're, I didn't. See, wow. Okay, this is. I'm, that's it. That's it. I'm
1: getting my banjo.
0: Everybody, that was Ash. Right they'd back. listen to his podcast
1: <laughs> on Spotify. On. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thank you very flux. much. Yep. Yeah, okay. Good luck to you, buddy. <laughs> Deliverance ain't got shit on my neighborhood.
2: I didn't even finish my sentence. I no, you didn't like have Alberta, to. Like Alabama, <laughs> but less educated. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Too shit. I love it. That's
0: alright oh, That's so all right. good. So we know good. who we are. We don't need Al- we don't need Ontario telling us who we are.
1: Oh, no, I still I'm looking for my map to find I mean, out where Ottawa is. Ottawa. I think yeah. it's the capital. It's the Canada. center of the universe. The universe. It's oh, pretty wow.
2: easy to find. I
1: didn't even know it was in Ontario. I thought I was in like Nova Scotia or something. Like that. That's good to know. Seriously, uh, Scott? Seriously? Hey, you know I didn't. I didn't go through school. Oh no.
2: I thought school was optional in Alberta. Yeah, it was.
1: It is. It's a select. Okay. Scott, right. was it called select? Optional? Yeah. Elective. The whole school system.
2: is an Elective it's yeah. an
1: elective yeah
0: well, i don't know what to say because i'm you, um
1: if you can't drive a truck you're just going to be forced to go to school that's how that's how it kind of worked for me so what are you
0: saying scott this is a show of offense. although i did drive a truck and i went to school what does that make me
1: if you can't work for if you can't work with your hands if you're not handy like that you don't have a mechanical aptitude they'll force you to go to school this is a trade province that's not true. If you if you can't spark on a TIG or drive a drive
2: a Mack truck or something, then they'll force you to go to school. That's I, I'm having um, trouble keeping up with your slangs. What, okay, what, what he
0: basically said is there are people that sweat and get dirty for a living, and then there's yeah. everybody else that gets educated. I think that's what he said. Scott, am I right?
2: Like at the like at the gym?
0: Or? No, no, no. Like real dirt, not like you know makeup dirt. Like went outside out of the city to a place Why? that has dirt to put Why? other, to get dirt out of the ground, to move dirt from one location to another location. And then we actually remove the oil from that dirt. And then that way you can actually, you know, live in your house. Just saying that's what we do, but that's not what I'm I not do. I'm not
2: following. I'm not following, but you <laughs> know, let's get into it. Maybe I'll catch up. By Typically that's, that's <laughs> what ha- That's
0: and right there is basically the divide of Canada, we both say different things. They other side doesn't understand. But It's not true.
1: It's not true.
2: It's a, you're and you are pretty. At the ad- end, we we both apologize to each other and move on,
1: <laughs> and then have a beer. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the most Canadian thing ever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just say sorry about that. You want to go for a beer? Ed? Yeah, hey, yeah, because everybody
0: has the same accent too. Apparently, according to pop culture, which is not also at all it's just garbage. I don't say a boot. Zay doesn't say a boot what's a boot it's about but said who says that about. like
2: that uh, uh, i don't know there there's some people around here who say a really? boot or a roof
1: really Is that a roof oh yeah a roof as in a roof yeah
2: oh, yeah wow. but i think they're expats from alberta that's what we all assume. <laughs> yeah
0: wow. no wow. sir no sir they're from bc um, that, so yeah <laughs> that's what those the, i
2: love our canadian geography lesson <laughs> that yeah. is not at all accurate.
0: Not at all. It's great. <laughs> and if you really need to educate, maybe we'll do an actual podcast with, with Zaid and we'll go province by province, stereo by, stereotype by stereotype, where we'll debunk all of them, and then we'll insert our own. I like that idea. That's
1: yeah. actually that's actually a really good idea.
0: I think it, I just came up with that. Do you know why? Cuz I went to school, Scott.
2: Um, well, and I I can talk to my <laughs> friends here at the CBC to get some of that sponsorship money. Yeah, That'd yeah. That'd be cool.
0: That'd be great. We we take we take $10. So what are you
1: guys think it? Well, we're 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 looking to stereotype each uh, demographic and province um, to let them know what what's uh, what's funny about them.
0: Yeah, not to be rude, but to say, hey, this is what we (laughs) notice about you guys. (laughs) If you think it's rude, well, you're just not educated.
3: Yeah,
2: And it'll be a 20-part series. The first 19 are stereotypes. The last one will correct some.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Yes. That would be perfect. Because that's the very Canadian way to finish. Be apologetic about everything. We didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Although,
0: uh, to be honest, there are regions in our province where Scott and I actually feel... Uh, really suit this stereotype. So if you only have exposure, if you come to Alberta and you go to this one region or a couple regions throughout, there's like, yes, you nail the stereotype. That is exactly what that na- that neighborhood or that city or town is. But then there's like places like, well, it's kind of like in Texas where they have Austin, which is kind of like the opposite of most of the rest of Texas.
1: The blue and, dot and the Red Sea.
0: That's right. And then in, in Alberta... Uh, Edmonton's kind of the same way. We're kind of Edmonton's a little bit more. Well, you got your university town, you got your government center, you've got your intellectual thinkers. So they're going to vote very differently than the rest of Alberta, and that's how it is. So it's not just voting; it's even how they think. It's great. It's it's just different. So, um, we all are different. If you haven't figured that out, uh, go look at a map, Scott. So. Um, now Zade, you... I still
1: can't find my stupid map. I know I have one here. <laughs> it's just whatever. <laughs> this is not a very useful office. It's half playroom, half bookshelf. Yeah. It's not
0: what? really good. How, how many books do you have on your bookshelf?
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's just
2: whatever. I was going to say, what do you keep on those bookshelves?
1: Uh, you know what? A lot of it is old um, business books. Yeah. It, and, and I just kind of... I've never read any of them, but they look great. Like when you walk in, people are like, "Oh shit, yeah, Freak Economics. That's that's fucking that's a solid book." You read that? I'm like, "Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, it's a good one." Freak Economics.
0: Period. Yeah. Turn the page. Mm-hmm. Now, Zade. Uh, uh, sorry, Ash. I, call, I keep on calling you Zade. I know it was Zade. His name is Zade.
2: That's that's. You know what? That's actually a very Canadian thing I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Is calling we the last call each name other by our last names. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm that is it's true so it comes from hockey yep yeah that's very true
2: that's that thing on ice yeah. yes like figure skating with a stick yeah i think i've seen it exactly now zade you've got that's
0: this actually is a question i i did want to ask now y- your family immigrated into canada when you were young age and uh you moved to the western part you're placed i should probably more accurately yeah. you're placed in western canada in Saskatchewan, which is east of Alberta, so it's still Hickville. Um, Placed,
1: yeah, like refugee. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, tell us more.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, where to start, guys? This, this can go anywhere. So, I think it's we will go, to go anywhere, know, yeah, we'll go anywhere. I think it's important to know about my family and their background. So, in Iran, there's obviously different different groups and minorities Mm -hmm. my family's Kurdish which is like Mm kind of topical with the Syrians and Isis and Kurds are like this ethnic minority that exists in all sorts of different countries Mm -hmm. but we're not like we don't even speak the same language like uh, Iraqi Kurdish is different than Iranian Kurdish which is different than Turkish Kurdish so we're Hmm. Kurdish by name it's like a ethnicity anyway we're a minority like how uh, French Canadians are minorities in uh, Canada but we had much fewer rights than right. french canadians mm-hmm. so um iranian history is funny that way you have a lot of ethnic minorities and then there was a revolution in the 70s and kurds were on the outside of it and the revolution was basically like the government that exists now which is like religious based mm-hmm. extreme religious based and kurds are secular right and so obviously that's not a good starting point point. and then my parents being early 1920s decided to fight back against an islamic government. And that never goes well. So <laughs> right. they both spent time in prison there. And then we they said, you know what, we got to get out. And mm, that's tough. You can't just Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a common story. If you talk to Iranians, especially Kurds. But in Iran, you can't actually just leave, even if you're going on vacation, you have to get permission to leave. Mm-hmm. So what a lot of people do is they'll save up some money. And they'll get like a, a tourist visa to Turkey, because it's right next door. And Mm -hmm. they'll just say, hey, we're going on vacation. You get your stamp and you go and you never come back. But that means you can only take what you have on you and you have to save up enough money for however long it may take to get asylum in some country. And in our case, it took almost two years in Turkey. So the process, you go there. Yeah. You go there. uh, You go to the UN. You say you're seeking asylum. And then they start the process. And it is many many interviews this is why when the refugee thing happened with Syrians and they're like well who who are they letting in it's like two years of interviews if they don't catch you like i'd be shocked and by catch you i mean like you're pretending to be someone or something that you're not
0: right you're trying to get in illicitly
2: exactly it's Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of work to do that and people would run out of money even if they were presenting like if it was a legitimate case like with us where if we went back there was a strong case both my parents would be sent back to prison and then never let out Right. so basically you go through all these interviews with the un and then you get put on the list and then you wait and what the list is is any time like the commonwealth countries open their refugee programs they go through the list kind of by need or top to bottom so like if you have kids uh, if you have a family um, you know so there's a whole bunch of history and then you get presented options so you're like hey Germany's accepting refugees and you get to say yes or no uh, so after about two years we were presented with Canada's accepting refugees and wow. I yeah and, and we're like yeah put us down because you know you're running out of money and and the other fun thing about turkey is they hate kurds more than iranians (laughs) so we weren't allowed to speak kurdish in turkey wow you you had to hide that uh how old were you well how old
0: were you when this all happened
2: yeah uh i was four by the time we left i was five wow wow.
0: so you were you
1: you had a pretty deep experience and, and a lot of memory from that too
2: I do, but, you know, with kids, like, you don't really notice what's going on. They're just mm-hmm. like, don't speak Kurdish. I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's, yes, mom. That's as yes, much Dad. as you talk about it. And then the rest of it's an adventure. Meanwhile, like, you guys know now with kids, you, you hide a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you, like, put on a brave face so the kids don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But for me, like, it was almost kind of fun. Um, and then once we knew we were coming to Canada, we had, I think, like, four or five months. Um, my brother, I have an older brother. We went to an English-, English school, so we started to learn a bit of English. And Mm -hmm. then, yeah, we were placed in Canada, and all we knew about Canada was that it's cold. (laughs) And to confirm that, they sent us to Regina, Saskatchewan in December. Wow. And I remember really vividly coming off the plane, and the government of Canada has people there to greet you, and they have someone who's learned how to say, like, welcome in your native tongue, which is kind of cute. And then (laughs) we left the airport. It was cute. Can't can't say anything
0: else, but they can say hello at least.
2: Yeah, again, where I come from, I'm like we couldn't speak our language and these people learned hello. Oh, like, wow. This is going to be amazing. Okay, that's cool. And yeah, I remember the snowbanks being taller than me. That's oh, yeah. like my first memory. <laughs> and I think it was like 3 p.m. but it was already pitch black. Like it's dark <laughs> and there's snow above my head. Um right. And then <laughs> like <laughs> that had to be the
1: craziest thing to see. Like honestly, coming from coming from well iran turkey uh that yep. part of the world and then just stepping off a plane and seeing that like I'm, i i can't even put that uh that well, type like of shock
2: that, it, yeah and and like for kids everything's magical but it was like walking uh-huh. into national geographic about the tundra <laughs> right like, like where's that, the where
0: polar bears yeah exactly
2: <laughs> well, we got to watch our backs yeah yeah that's right um, sh- show us to our igloo please and yeah like I remember, uh, the, my first culture shock. You guys are gonna love it. We had to go do groceries for the first time, and what happens is, um, <laughs> I don't know if they still do this, but you you have volunteer families, and they're called host families. Yeah, they still so do they that. Help. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So they help you uh, kind of acclimate and understand the culture and how things work. And we had the best host family, and they took us to um, the superstore. I don't know if it was like Costco superstore. But I remember it was called a superstore.
0: When did you land? What year was that? Uh,
2: 1992.
0: Yeah, the superstore then. Yes, that would have been pretty new in in Canada back then.
2: Yeah, and I remember it looked like Costco, where it was kind of like a warehouse. Mhm. And the two things we bought because we wanted bread and some sort of spread was a French baguette and peanut butter. It's and per- we came from like Peter, yeah, and we came from like Peter bread, which is soft and like malleable, and we had this basically a two by four bread And this Stale spread... <laughs> yeah, It was very stale And, and this spread That just kind of locked your mouth shut It was so dry We had no idea how to eat the thing And we're like what have we done Like I don't know if this was worth the risk if We're going I mean, back we <laughs> yeah. Oh my god My
0: goodness I love, I love French
1: baguettes with peanut butter <laughs>
3: I've, never, I've never
0: had a French baguette With peanut butter in my life
2: Not since oh. me neither
0: no, I don't. I might just try to see what it would be. No, I'm not gonna. I can see it in my. I can taste it in my mouth.
2: Well, th- then you can tell people you've lived the immigrant experience.
0: Nah, I would never say that. But because um, <laughs> I can't ever. I'll be honest. I, I've I've been around a bunch of families that have been. Uh, they come in, and uh, we haven't. Our family hasn't been a host family, but we've been friends and close with other people that have been host families. Right, and so. I can never, I could never, ever say that I've experienced that. I mean, I remember we spent a month in, in a, in a, like a nowhere place in, in Brazil. Like, not, not a tourist place. And that one month was just, you're eating the local food. You don't really know the language. It was like the closest thing to a glimpse. But I was leaving back to Canada after that. So, it was very different. I was, I was young too. So, I kind of, I could what would that be like? I always ask the question, what would it be like if that was like, I'm going to be here for a few years, if not my rest of my life, it's something I can never really truly understand, but I've seen it. And I really uh, admire the families that come to Canada and also the families that are there to support our new Canadians. It's just amazing what uh, that, that system is, but
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, without those host families, I know, especially for us, like in 1992, To even make a phone call to Iran would have cost, I don't know, like $10 a a minute. Like now you can just get on Skype or or text or whatever. Everyone has uh, smartphones all over the world now. Like in India, there's more smartphones than toilets. So like communication is (laughs) a completely different thing than it was back then. So like complete isolation, plus December, plus Regina. If it wasn't for that host family, I'm sure my parents wouldn't have made it.
0: So you eventually made it to the capital of Canada. So you're like, you know what, this is the center of the world as you as you self described.
1: <laughs> um, so uh, went what? straight from Regina to Ottawa or did you guys kinda of bounce around or
2: No, well, you know, so you get placed as, as you were saying, like you just get placed in a community and mm-hmm. we were placed and by the time you get your bearings, the first thing people tend to do is like find communities that are like them. Yeah, sure. Of course. So, yeah, like, yeah. So, you, so that's why like different parts of Canada have different population groups. So, mm-hmm. by the time you get your bearings, you meet some families. Like, I think in Regina there was another Iranian family. They were terrible people, but they were Iranians, so we were <laughs> friends with them. Mm-hmm. And right,
0: just uh, because you're from the same place doesn't mean you actually get along.
2: Oh no, they were, we still talk about them to this day. Like, <laughs> I, they, they were the type to like steal the headphones from the plane. And Aww. then because of this, the planes now sell you headphones for like
0: $8. They're the reason.
2: They're the reason. That They're the family. reason. I and always was, wondered who
0: it was that, that broke the camel's back. You know, what was that straw that broke the camel's back? It was that family.
2: Yeah, no, if this was in court, I would point to them and say them. It was them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you get your bearings. My brother and I went to school. I mean, it was it was great. We learned to skate. Uh, admittedly, my parents bought me girl skates. I didn't know. They're white, and I'm like, "Why is everyone laughing?" They're just white skates. White cool. Um, but I learned to skate, and my my parents started to learn some English, and then make connections, and then some like distant relatives lived in Montreal and Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me. And we basically said, "All right, well, let's go to Ottawa, because it's oh. English, and Montreal is French, and it's like we already started learning English." Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. We packed up our 1986 Pontiac. And drove Classic. for four days and got to Ottawa.
0: Well, good for you. And how old were you when you arrived in Ottawa?
2: I would have been two years after that, so eight, seven, or eight.
0: So yeah, big, big cultural difference between Ottawa and Regina, like or you're right across the street from across the river, pretty much from Montreal. I'm right? Let me check my globe. I got my globe in front of me. This is the first time uh, we've it's actually. Close had, enough. Yeah, it's just relative compared to like Calgary, uh, no, Edmonton.
2: I'm impressed you knew Montreal is on that side. So. see already shattering stereotypes Shattering,
0: just one podcast at a time you know we're gonna we're gonna solve the world's problems
2: oh Uh, my god i mean uh like in terms of uh culture shock between (laughs) regina and ottawa when when you're like five or six it doesn't make a difference like we still went to school we still skated uh it wasn't as cold but it's still like minus 40 for weeks so Mm -hmm. it was actually depressing because we missed our friends and the host family
0: oh yeah right because at that age you're just made those connections and Right. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So fast uh, forward. It's little...
1: very courageous people. Oh, like, yeah. I just, I give them a lot of, a lot of props. It's, it, it, it's a, it reminds me of my grandmother and grandfather's story a lot. Like, how they, they came here with nothing but their underwear and my grandma's purse because they literally escaped if they were caught, they were shot, killed, no questions asked. And the rest of your family paid for the funeral. So it's just, it's very courageous. I'm just, it's a very nice story. I like it.
0: Yeah. No, we... It is.
2: And they, they don't let me forget it ever. Yeah.
1: Ever.
0: Right. Nor should you. Like, nor should you like forget the uh, the sacrifice or the hardship that it took to get you here. But mind you, I mean, they, hopefully they're milking it too, so they could get you can get a little extra. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I I yeah. need some extra bread. Uh, can you go to the store for me? Remember, I was the one that got you to Canada. Like that is it
2: there's no parental guilt like refugee parental guilt there's nothing i can do to impress my parents i think like if i was the first person to colonize mars they be like big deal you got paid for it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
0: sorry i'm just again <laughs> there's yeah there's nothing you can complain about there's nothing man that's a t- i've never thought of that before so true yeah no wonder yeah, my grandparents were angry. A,
2: it would have been helpful to have a bit more support during the pandemic than suck it up.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> See, my um, my grandparents on my dad's side, she grew. My grandma grew up in like a hut, like the grass hut in the prairie, where they had nothing. Like it was, they're the they were the family that actually developed the land, that cut down the trees to create the farmland. Um, they were those. They were that family. So, like we have. <clears throat> like I you know I joked a few weeks ago about not having power for four hours like I I know that that's the most ridiculous complaint in the world compared to the, the family growing up where what do you mean what's electricity like that's wasn't a thing mm-hmm. so yeah no it's it's
2: was, was your family in one of those Canada heritage moments because I think I've seen that episode <laughs> <laughs> well done well done yes actually oh,
1: keep throwing it ash I love
0: it ash, man here a new oh. favorite of ours um, no, we're not that we're not that wealthy to qualify for this. <laughs> <laughs> they gave a lot of a lot of their stuff away, so no. That
2: is like the top of Canadian celebrity to be like you know that Canada Heritage moment with the ship exploding off the coast in the Maritimes. <laughs> yeah, that was my family. That was my
0: family. No, I think um, the the only historical thing I can link my family to is like like everybody like half of North America it seems is on the one side of the family before they came to Canada they were in the states so again not a huge issue but that side of the family is linked to the mayflower so there's there's that what they were persecuted that? they were like that was the first refugee boat coming across from England and there are a bunch of people that if they stayed in England they would have been persecuted for their faith so there's not 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 everybody but there's a good chunk of those people that came over here it's like well you can suffer where you're at or you can go colonize this unknown place and and deal with what's over there that was kind of pre- summarizing it but
2: yeah suffer here or suffer there
0: yeah uh, mm-hmm. you have a chance to make something of yourself here or you're just going to be miserable here at, at home go there and try to make it and maybe die or stay here and suffer
2: your choice and you know what the craziest part is like now if i'm even gonna go and buy a burger i google the restaurant and read reviews back then they would move across the world they're like well bob said it's kind of nice i <coughs> pack it up kids
0: there's some grass over there free grass
2: yes. that's all it took to make decisions back then
0: yeah no big i'm 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 summer i'm i'm it's i'm over generalizing that whole experience like there's a lot more to that story and there's like there's there's people that were saved up money. It, it wasn't just persecution. There was a lot of different things going on there, but um, I'm, I'm, I don't want to paint a big too wide of a brush, but I know that, that some of that did happen. But so you Ash. now you're not, you don't identify as Ash, the refugee you you're <laughs> like, it's
2: not only, only when I uh, ask people if they want me on their podcast. Right. Right. Yeah. Got it.
0: Yeah. Here's a t-shirt.
2: Uh, or if it needs some sort of
1: auto benefit or something like that right,
0: right. i know yeah, a guy i now. would
1: i would yep. totally throw that out there
0: right did you know yeah no so you now you're like you're, you've got a you're kind of a, a man of a whole bunch of things your podcast is about uh you, that you were doing was all about a variety of different hobbies that's just why did you do it why did you make that podcast? It's so interesting
2: uh, I, I have a really short attention span and like to try things and then give up on them. And right. <laughs> you know, when the, when the pandemic hit too, I was like, I want to do something. And everyone online's like, you know, with the pandemic, everyone's going to start a podcast. And at first I was like, I'm not going to be one of those people. And then, um, we Oh, we're building a deck. And I'm like, I've never built a deck before. This is great. I'm learning. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why? And, and then I, I Googled, Trying to figure out like what could I do a podcast about, and I, I looked up funny hobbies, and like mooing was on there. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of crazy things that like I didn't even get around to. I'm like, there we go, that like an endless list of topics. <clears throat> and I'd done podcasts before. I did a wrestling one with my brother. I did one where I interviewed my family and friends, uh, kind of like Joe Rogan style, mm-hmm. uh, or like this podcast. And then, uh, as you know, it it takes a lot of effort to book people, schedule people, edit it. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do like a 10 minute one all myself and super produce like the ones I was listening to. And then, yeah, I just created a list of like 30 hobbies. Thought, OK, which ones have I done that I could, you know, it's not going to take any time to write about and do it. Which ones could I try at home with minimal investment? Like there was one about playing with dirt and, and making like dirt balls. It's a yeah, Japanese, the mud balls, like, um, Japanese mud balls. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I got mud in the backyard. Done. Take that one <laughs> off the list. Um, yeah. So then I started doing it. And like most things, I do a bunch and I get out of my system and, I, and then I'm, I'm good. So with that one, I think I did 20 episodes. And then at 20, I'm like, I think I got what I wanted out of it. Um, and yeah, it was fun. It got me through, you know, three or four months of the pandemic. Right. But just, yeah, it was just too much work and, and the promotion of it. And as I said, I have a short attention span. I experienced it. It was fun. Moving on. So, so
1: that's a hobby you've moved on
2: from that so you started something else now uh yeah my current hobby is doing nothing uh, Well and done. also good job um, yes the last yes. few weekends i've started to nap so that's that's fun oh okay wait a great? second we gotta
0: pause here we gotta pause here when you say nap there's like there's like pro level napping mm-hmm. and then there's like i'm just gonna pass out on the couch because you know what i'm tired what's like when i think pro you got the lavender you know spray going on you got like the the zen music in the background you've set the shades to the right you got the temperature just cool enough like that's pro level you know you got the you know the iPads not the iPads but the the eye mask kind of ready for nap
2: i'm just taking notes One yeah second. yeah right no yeah, where are Mine, you? Yeah.
0: Where, it, where, where are you on the scale of a pro napper?
2: Mine is definitely uh, amateur, but I'd say I've been enabled when uh, so we have two kids, two girls. They're, they're going to be five and three in July. And when my wife was pregnant with the first one, you know, you got to basically spend thousands of dollars outfitting a room for like a five pound baby. That's never going to be <laughs> in that room. Yeah. And one of the things, the most important thing in that room is the feeding chair.
3: Mm -hmm. my wife
2: wanted to spend like eight hundred dollars on this designer not very comfortable did not move at all chair and I said you know what if we're gonna spend the money let's do something that benefits both of us and let's get a lazy boy a nice lazy Mm -hmm. boy you'll use it for years it'll be around Mm -hmm. for like decades and then whenever the kids are done with it you know we'll move it somewhere else well we moved it about a month ago into my uh, office down here in the basement and I just sat in it a few weeks ago and put up my legs, and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did it again the next day. I did it again right before this call. Actually, when I woke up uh, today, it was fear-driven because I was like, "Oh no, I have a podcast that I miss it."
3: But, but you I, did not. I, you made it.:
2: I did not. No that's, a... yeah, so that's Oh, that's my new hobby.
1: Oh, that's great. See, mine is falling asleep while I'm looking after the kids and then getting woken up by the mother
0: oh yeah, yeah no i don't mm. want
1: that i'm
0: just kind of, oh it that happens be all horrible. the time
1: and i really don't really consider it like having a nap it's more like passing out because i had a couple too many beers and it's it's three o'clock in the afternoon you're thinking ah <laughs> oh, so i have a little rest before i start making dinner and then all of a sudden the wife just comes in the room what are you doing i'm like oh hey were you sleeping Orp. yeah 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 uh just close my eyes i just I had a headache you're drunk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Same difference. Same
3: difference. Uh, <laughs> Don't I, judge me. me my
2: youngest. Me and my youngest have the sleep game. She's already my favorite because she plays oh. the sleep game, where it's basically, <laughs> Dad, pretend you're asleep in your own bed. I'm like, I'm down for this game. <laughs> <home>.
0: <laughs> Easiest game ever. I know. Oh. With my kids, we like. I've got. The, I got the great divide. I got the 19 and 20 year old, and I got the one year old. So I've got that. Uh, you know when the older ones were little we had like not so much nap time but it was like more when mm-hmm. they were sick the trick to get them to relax and ignore that their throat sore kind of thing was at uh, this movie the Incredibles, as you as you may may know okay. and it's not so much that the story was boring because it's not a bad movie the best part was it was on dvd cuz it was before blu-ray and that the menu would loop and so the music would be perfect. So you start the movie, they get excited, they sleep halfway through. You fall asleep halfway through because you're all tired. And then the movie would end. And some of those, those, uh, if you remember, before streaming, those menus would kick in and have their own separate music. But this music tied perfectly from the end of the movie into the menu, movie, uh, menu uh, music. And it would loop and loop and loop so you would fall asleep to that perfect music it's a trick so if you can find if you still got a dvd player or blu-ray find the old incredibles movie Naptime secret pro level next level try it out
1: awesome. okay. so you're gearing up to that right now aren't you
0: you know i'm training her to, to get yeah, ready for that yeah. see yeah. we
1: were past that daytime naps like lily was the last one so we that I took full advantage of that. They're like, "Oh, Lily has to go down for a nap. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. The, I'm in the rocker."
2: And then
0: don't don't I, worry, Michelle. I got this. Is that yeah, what you're totally? Yeah, and I slept. I slept
1: more than the baby did. Yeah,
2: we, we both great. have daughters named Lily. Look at that. Canadians coming together. East and west. really, wow.
0: Stereotype against stereotype.
2: Well, listen the name thing was a huge problem for me and my wife i think more than most people she's a school teacher so any name i came up with there was like a negative connotation like oh i had a shitty kid with that name it's like Mm -hmm. we're getting to the bottom of the list here like this is why people spell names so differently now and come up with obscure names like apple oh there's always some crappy kid ruining it for everyone else right
0: now i understand and i always wondered where these names coming from but that does make sense
2: yeah yeah, but so, Lily seems to be a protected one. Uh, no one's met uh, Terrible Lily.
1: Well, her name is uh, Lilia, but we just call her uh, Lily for short. And I don't even know how you shorten Lilia. It's, it's like a 4 little word. but You it, dropped the A, Scott. Yeah, you just dropped the A. But mm-hmm. anyway, it was... Yeah, I, I completely feel you there. It just seemed like every... Name that I'd be like, oh, what about this name? And then be like, no, I remembered I had a bitch in school like that, that name. No, I don't want to call my kid that. I'll just always see that bitch's face. It's like, and of course, Michelle what? didn't say it like that, but she said <laughs> it like that without dropping B-bombs. It'd be more
0: like, probably like a, a sound coming out of her mouth, like, mm, or, yeah, I don't know. But it, I no don't swears. know if
1: you guys get this. I, if it's, Maybe I'm just that bad of a husband and dad at times but if it's my idea it's never fucking right and it's not usable i literally have to con my way into every damn thing in this house to make it make them believe that was their idea and sometimes it takes me weeks of like slight little build up and and just oh there's i'm gonna slip a little subliminal message while you're sleeping Daddy needs a new heating pad. And it's just, and then, you know, a week later, you know, dad, your heating pad's not working and your back's really sore. We should go get you a- one. Oh, you know what, kid? That's a great idea. Um, so sweet. But I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you guys get that, but uh, maybe it is just me. But every idea I come up with is a shit idea. I've learned to wait
0: for my wife to tell me what my idea is. Oh,
1: yep. yeah. Okay. I get yeah. that. No, I wouldn't I'll, let that happen. Be like, Eldon, do you think this?
0: I'm like, I do think this. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't think it, I did think it. Therefore, her idea has become my idea. Oh. I've taken ownership of her idea. Not because I stole it from her. She's literally giving it to me to make me mm-hmm. feel better.
2: Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, my wife's the exact same way. She never asks me a question to get my opinion. Like we'll be in the store and she'll be working with, like let's say it's Home Depot and she's looking at two swatches and she'll show me and she'll say, do you like this one? And I turn to the guy and say, she doesn't like it. She doesn't wanna tell you she doesn't like it. She's only asking me, so hopefully I say no. And then she could say, he doesn't like it. (laughs) So anytime Mm -hmm. she asks me a question, I know she doesn't actually wanna know the answer.
0: Right right be the bad guy for to, to be the hero sometimes you got to be the bad guy i'll take it yeah i mm-hmm. think that's that's a true thing no i don't know like it, it's i you know we've we joked but our, our wives are pretty good but they're both opinionated like a good wife should be but um because we
1: like strong women but my wife is only opinionated with me no yeah just with me huh I'm the yeah. I'm the only one that gets the raw truth. Like yeah. she
0: trusts you. Is basically what you're saying.
1: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, most but, people are like generally good. You know that she meets and talks to you, and there's like really nice people. And but like I have to get corrected a lot. I feel like I feel like Michelle married a like a like a rescue dog <laughs> that had a lot of fucked up shit and bad past, and she is spent years training and grooming shampooing it really it really has been it's 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 been a lot of grooming i think back to when we were dating and i just think back at the piece of shit i was back then and to to you know the well i would say a better groomed piece of shit today i would say she's she's done loads of work like miles of work great accomplishments like now Mm -hmm. i bring my dirty clothes to the laundry room good job good Mm -hmm. job yeah no never used to do that used to leave it in a nice neat pile on top of her stuff so that she could take it all together right 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 yeah and then one day i don't know what happened i got whipped or hit or i wasn't fed dinner or something like that i don't know i learned my lesson like a good dog does after a little bit of pain you learn a little bit pleasure too so yeah i
2: realized this was a wild ride a very wild ride.
1: I've learned
0: something today. I, well, I feel like we just we just walked through something with you, Scott. A oh. discovery. This is oh. amazing. Yeah, it, sorry. That's I feel I feel like thanks for letting us come along for the ride. Maybe I just need that off my chest. Well, good for you. Good it for you. It felt
2: like we ended on a BDSM note. <laughs> <laughs> BDSM, what's that? <clears throat> I like um, playing coy. I get it. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: no. No, he doesn't know. No. Nope. Um don't don't look it up. All right. Um
2: <laughs> well, google it with your work computer.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> don't google it with your work computer and maybe have Michelle in the room so you you guys discover it at the same time. BDSM. Yeah, don't type it in now. We're in show. Okay. Wait for Michelle. Just that's all I'm going to say. So, anyways, moving on. Um oh my God. Segue what was I from even that. Talking about? I don't know how to segue from that. We were talking about um, hobbies. I guess oh, yeah. BDSM right. is one. But
1: BDSM. <laughs>
2: Ash, you play golf? I have played golf. I don't play golf.
3: Oh, you're, see, you're it's right, so, like, Scott.
2: Unpredictable.
3: Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Scott was saying before that you know um, when he was we were talking about bringing you on. He says, Alden, I think I think you and Ash would be you know would get along quite well." Because I'm the same way. I have played golf. I don't
1: play golf. And I like the distinction. Where Scott...
2: I, I had a lot of fun. It's just not something I do.
1: I really want to try that thing that you were talking about in your podcast. The, uh, autocross. Autocross? Auto... Oh, uh, that one was so much fun. Oh, my God. Like So, you were saying it they have these groups in a lot of communities so i gotta check it out to see if like castro raceway in our area has that sort of thing well do you explain sure, like, i've got an f350 full-size truck and i think it could handle some corners pretty good you know what i mean
0: yeah okay i've got a Mazda three just saying it's not an alberta thing but the truth Look is that
2: elitist <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely
0: yeah no But every, how's your uh, hybrid uh, ash I, like does it
2: handle corners pretty good uh, I don't know. I don't get it above 30 kilometers. That'd be
0: <laughs> you want to burn the extra gas.
2: I treat the whole city like a school zone. Oh, oh mm-hmm. yeah.
1: grandma. So um, <laughs> that breaks so, into your other podcast. What's that called? The hyper... the, the...
2: Oh, hypermiling? Hypermiling. Yeah, I mean, all of them come out of me wanting to do things I can't afford or I'm too chicken to do. Like the autocross... Is basically every every major city has it. I'm confident they do. But basically, they take over a parking lot. Here it was like where the Sens play the stadium. They take over the parking lot. Oh, okay. They put down. Do they need a?
0: Do into, they need to, Sorry to interrupt. Do no, they need sir. to take over the parking lot? Because is there anybody actually using the stadium in Ottawa? Do they even have fans? No, and
2: they they paid us. That was the great point. Oh my god! Oh, like, wow. Please use it. We yes. need to keep the land.
0: Sorry to out. interrupt you. So that you go to, to the Ottawa empty yes. parking lot, no matter if it's a game or not. And it's
2: even better such if it's a game. A the terrible joke. Under, so.
0: I know. Well, I, oh my I just,
1: god. I, His sends are coming back. By the way, if you haven't noticed, they're no longer the shittiest team in the NHL.
0: Anyways, yes, we're not a sports show, but we had to put it in there because we both uh, we both cheer for Alberta teams, not Ontario well, I, teams. I
2: have no uh, allegiance to the sends, so have at it. Oh, thank um. goodness.
0: <laughs> just ready. Sit down. This is going to be harsh. Anyways, no, I'm joking.
2: they they put out a track they put down a track with pylons and it's made in a way that you can never get up to like higher than 50 kilometers an hour but it feels so much faster Mm -hmm. and you could take whatever car you have Hmm. that that's the best part like the barrier to entry is super low yeah you basically have this honor system where you're like yeah my car's in tip-top shape and my cars were never in (laughs) tip-top shape and you they give you a helmet and they say go and then everything you think you know about like how to drive cars quickly you Mm -hmm. definitely don't know and you have like i remember who's faster me i think they were in um shoot what's the name of it it's this terrible looking dodge four-door hatchback oh the um
0: the ugly dodge ford hatchback i think that's what it's called yeah Yeah, caliber
3: the
1: calibers
2: no the caliber isn't much nicer than this thing anyway this guy was beating me and i had the entry level bmw a 2000 bmw and i'm like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do great Mm -hmm. and it was the most terrifying like minute and six seconds um ever because you you never get to floor it for longer than like an on ramp and here you're flooring it going around turns getting thrown around like in your car spinning out and i remember when I finished that first lap, I got out and my knees were shaking with the adrenaline and I tried to <laughs> oh, walk normally. Wow. And it's just like Bambi on ice. You know, I, I thought I was oh, walking wow. properly. I and loved yeah, the little bit
1: that was in there where you had you had the live recording inside the car where your wife was like, like laughing and stuff like this. And I thought yeah, that I... was super cool because I was thinking, what would Michelle do? Because she's been in the truck with me and I've had some fun with her um, back roads. And sh- it's not laughing it's screaming hearing me get hit what the fuck are you doing we're gonna die um yeah it was just kind of fun to hear your wife like laughing and enjoying herself and just kind of like uh egging you on a little bit i was like that seems like so much fun i gotta find that i need to get involved
2: that's that's gonna be my new hobby so yeah she had a great time i and i took my father-in-law too and and really the reason i recorded it because i had such high hopes that i'd be amazing at it and when i watch youtube videos all the drivers were recording their runs so they could analyze it after like football footage you know oh wow and yeah and i recorded it and it was terrible like i kept spinning out but it was a blast and i took my father-in-law i think he, i may have put his audio on there uh, but it's an all-day <laughs> thing you got to like buckle up it's it's like you get there at 8 a.m you leave at four and it's exhausting it's kind of like a round of golf right like by the time you those yeah. uh, 18 holes you're exhausted but it's so much fun
0: Especially if you do walk with a blister. Oh, thanks for bringing that back up. Um,
2: oh,
1: just walk I, it
2: off. Walk what? it. Off.
0: I know. I'm. I'm just, I don't drive a truck anymore. I just drive my Mazda three. I'm soft. I'm soft. <laughs> I'm losing my Alberta card. I think.
1: Oh, uh, how many pickups do you see on a daily basis, Ash?
2: Oh, uh, there's plenty. Like oh, there is. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm looking out my window. Like, there's at least three or four on my street, and there's about see? oh, okay.
0: see, okay, see, we just debunked another stereotype. We just debunked a stereotype. That's good, mm-hmm. because it, in our minds, everybody in on, uh, in Ottawa are driving either hybrids, Cadillacs, or BMWs, or or Mercedes-Benzes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's worse than that. We bike everywhere, <clears throat>
1: and there are some. Uh, one of my clients, he just bought a bike. It's a mountain bike. Um, Eight thousand dollars. Why? I, I mean, I, I lost my shit. I was like, I, there's a, there's a, I'm, I'm talking, I'm like, you're a pedal, like a pedal bike. He's like, yeah, a mountain bike. I'm like eight grand. I'm like, what does it come with? Like, does it come at with least. your own portion of the mountain to ride privately to yourself? And he's like, no, it's just a bike. And I'm like, wow, bikes are crazy. Like, I, I think you can get probably a two, three year old Ducati, uh, for about yep. eight grand. <laughs> So when I saw yeah, a guy absolutely. like, I got a mountain bike for eight grand. I was just like, that's fuck you money. That's what that is. That is,
2: that guy is making fuck you money. <laughs> well, listen, every, uh, every hobby I looked into, I would go on like Reddit and like YouTube videos and try to learn about it. Mm-hmm. They're all snobby. It doesn't matter what you get into. The autocross right. groups, complete snobs. Like you can't drive in that. Oh, the worst, um, the worst one was the coffee groups. And Holy... I like coffee, like, but mm-hmm. I can drink anything. I, I'm not like, I yeah. just like a variety of coffees. Mm-hmm, and right. you go in that group, and I try to put in like, best budget espresso. And everyone's like, if you're spending less than $800, it's bullshit. I'm like, How mm-hmm. do you even oh, get wow. into this thing?
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Trust me. I know I was uh, running a bit of a coffee shop last year. And I, I love coffee too. And if I let myself go, i would become an elitist probably within a second if I don't hold myself back but we did a coffee tasting and you know I'm bragging here I'm I'm gonna brag here my my palate was pretty spot on like they give all these different coffees from around the world and like okay what do you taste here? it's like a wine tasting and um mm-hmm. but then uh, then which is really nice So you pay for this this coffee tasting but then when it comes down to it, it's like, well, I really like that one coffee because it tasted, it didn't have any flavoring. It just tasted amazing because the bean was amazing. And I look at the package. It would break down to e- every cup of coffee would be over $10 a cup. It was oh a ridiculous amount of like this from Ethiopia, special trees, <sighs> special bean, special process. I'm like, mm-hmm. nah. I'm just gonna head over to Seven Eleven and get my one dollar coffee. Thanks very much.
1: It's cool to experience that though. Like, like my my neighbor, he just brought. And speaking of Regina or Saskatchewan, there's a there's a coffee uh, company that's uh, called Rampage Coffee. I don't know if you guys have ever tried it. Um, Not a sponsor. Yeah, uh, you can. Uh, yeah. Um, He said I could get more online. You could buy online, but it's called Rampage Coffee and it's really kind of cool and hipster looking and whatever else, but they've like outsourced some really good uh, Asian beans and, and, um, you know, it's all about the roasting, whatever. At the end of the day, it was really good coffee. Now, could I go maybe afford to buy that stuff? I don't know. Like, is it like I just try? I went real cheap this last week and went and bought Maxwell House. I don't think I'll do that again. I don't think I'm going to go. Too, that's, yeah, yeah, that it, was too far. Too far. The President's Choice, like uh, West Coast Dark. I was like, you know what? For seven bucks
2: a can, that was pretty good. Um, but yeah. yeah Kirkland. I Kirkland Coffee Grounds all the way. Right.
1: Kirkland coffee grounds, like the the ones that are in the like the brown can, like the it's already yeah. ground up.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's, one. yeah,
1: that's what we use at work. It's great coffee, fantastic coffee. Because at the and
3: end said, of the day, all,
0: the all you want is a go good ahead. cup of coffee.
1: Yeah, it's just got to it's just got a kicking the balls in the middle. You know, in the seven o'clock in the morning or whatever time you need to go.
2: There there's so many of these things where it's just never good enough. Like even if you go down the rabbit hole of this coffee thing, fine, you get the machine, then you got to yeah. get the beans. It's like, no, the yeah. beans have to be roasted an hour before you consume it. And you to right. grind it when you're going to drink. It's like, it's never enough. It's like um, high-end audio equipment. Mm-hmm. I, I got this um, amp from my father-in-law that's, I don't know, like 50 years old. Mm-hmm. And just trying to learn about this thing. It's like, well, you can't hook it up to those speakers. You need this kind of wire. And then I, I looked into some studies, and these audio files couldn't tell the difference between a coat hanger and like $1,000 cables. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a, that's something to take take into account next to me. Buy your next piece of equipment because it, we're all told this. Like, oh, if it's not gold plated, it's not going to be any good for exactly. you.
2: Exactly. Right. And and right. same thing with wine. Like, it, um, sommeliers they they get yeah. uh, tested and they basically gave them um, white wine that was dyed red and they couldn't tell the difference. Like, there's and and I'm not exaggerating. Like, Google this so stuff. True. It's amazing. It's amazing what you find, but there is something to say about the experience of like grinding beans, tamping it in the espresso machine, watching it like it takes five minutes. And then by the end, you enjoy it. Yeah. that's how a lot of
1: cheap rosés get made now, too. Hey, just dying them. Yeah, they'll uh, like I I don't want to throw anybody underneath the bus or whatever. But yeah, you'll get like a a Voyager um, like Grigio and they'll just throw in some red dye. Uh, into the back, <laughs> and it'll be like, ah, this is our rosé. It's like, oh, okay, sounds good, but no, it's yeah, it's crazy, and you can't tell the difference. Like you could tell it's a white wine, but you won't be. Able... Yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. I've heard that too, man. So
0: okay, so I want
1: business in general is just a fucking shit show. bunch of deceitful bastards. <laughs> How do you really feel, Scott? How do you really feel? <laughs> Well, there's just, there's just so much hype on so much shit with wine. Like, people think. Like, I run into this all the time because I'm always the guy that brings the wine or something like that. And 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 I, I love wine. It's one of my passions. But, but people think that they, you got to go buy a 25 to $30, 40 $50 dollar bottle of wine to impress your guests or whatever. And then, like, I'll find, like, a fucking $10 bottle of wine. It's like, hey, yeah, have you tried this? Oh, well, how much is that? It's $9 from Costco. And they're like, "Oh, yeah. Well, that that can't be any good." I'm like, "Oh, well, let's just crack and see what happens." You got? Oh my god, shame. it's so. Yeah, exactly. It's well, just. I think
0: the lesson we just learned here is just go to Costco, buy your stuff, save Costco's some money. Costco's
1: got they... everything that's good for you, everything. And everything we don't bad have for alcohol. you.
2: Alcohol. Yeah, we don't have alcohol, and
1: they got at Costco.
2: Oh, because <gasps> oh, right. What? Yeah.
0: Come to Alberta. What is
1: wrong with what? What do we'll, you? Call yourselves? We'll, we'll
0: welcome you with open arms.
2: No, in Ontario you can only get alcohol. Well, they've opened it up now a little bit from the pandemic, but yeah, no Costco doesn't sell it. We actually go across the river to Quebec, and we get our yeah, alcohol there. That's right. Wow.
0: Well, that makes sense. Because yeah. uh, you know, I have. That's one place I haven't been in Canada yet is Montreal. It's something. It's on my uh, yeah.
1: bucket list to go to. So. Haven't been there either. Yeah. I don't no, know.
2: I, I've been. Um, I've been everywhere except the Maritimes. I was in Prince George, Mm. B.C. for three weeks. I've been to Calgary, Regina, Winnipeg. I've spent a lot of time there. Just never went to the Maritimes.
0: Wait a second. We need to address this. Why are you spending a lot of time in Winnipeg of all places? Like the other places I get. Beautiful, dynamic. Then you dropped Winnipeg.
2: I like how you picked out Winnipeg and not Prince George, B.C., which is uh, like eight hours north of Vancouver Yeah. and take... smells like rotting fish. <laughs> it
0: so does. <laughs> yeah, but at least you don't have like bugs trying to kill you during the summertime and frostbite as soon as you step out of the, the car.
2: I got some stories about Winnipeg. Uh, no, um, One of my jobs, I got to travel a lot and I did work for Sport Manitoba, a lot of sport. Uh, organizations, Canada games. So I was in Prince George during the okay. Winter games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which was a blast. Yeah. And then Winnipeg, I spent a lot of time there. You know what, Winnipeg is actually like, well, the parts I was, <laughs> the parts I saw were pretty nice. The the ride from the airport to the hotel, they told me basically don't look out the window.
0: Yeah. And that's my my experience with Winnipeg is probably that one area that's just why? Why do people live here? But um
2: But then it had this really nice like French quarter and like an awesome barbecue place. And we went to a bar and we asked the bartender, like, can you write down a name of like 10 bars we should go to? Oh. And these things were like the the typical movie thing where it's just a nondescript door. And you're like, is this the place? Can this be the place? And you go in there and the guy has a nice, like, twirly hipster mustache. And we're like, do you have any food? They're like, well, legally, we have to have food. And he just gives you a bowl of food. Some pretzels. Food. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh God. Well, we go, I'll be
1: right back, guys. I'm just going to shut this alarm off. That's my back of the house right now. Here go going it. off. Take care of business. <laughs>
0: No, like, well, the, the truth is Winnipeg is actually also known as one of the music centers of Canada. Like, they've produced yeah. a lot of amazing uh, bands. So, I mean, there's definitely a culture there. But in terms of just, you know, stereotypical beauty, it's not really there in, in the essence. Like, you don't, you know, that commercial that we have love up here is like going to Winnipeg. That old fountain tire commercial, uh, also not a sponsor. But anyways, so, no, that's pretty, that's pretty, so... You've been everywhere. I didn't hear Edmonton on that list.
2: Um, I've been to Calgary, not Edmonton. That's okay. But I heard they're the same thing, so no,
0: <clears throat> they are not, my friend. They are they. They, they are, are very different. I grew up in Calgary, so I've got a little bit of a bias there. Uh, Scott kind of grew up more around Edmonton. Calgary's kind of like I don't know how to describe it. The, the two cities are like brothers that live in the same family but are very different it's probably one well, way of doing it it's like ottawa calgary, and toronto
2: yeah calgary reminded me a lot of ottawa interesting yeah a hmm. lot of bike paths uh, the downtown was pretty similar uh, i didn't get to explore much but when i was there i'm like this kind of feels like home oh huh. yeah. there you go except the river doesn't stink <laughs> in ottawa you mean in calgary Oh, I don't know about a stink here Maybe these are rumors about the Ottawa stink
0: that's the other side of the river you're thinking you're thinking down 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 river down yeah, river it's, yeah
1: yeah it's not quite Ottawa um
0: oh, oh there's just a thing up here in Alberta where we kind of the whole raw sewers dump thing where mm-hmm. Quebec's like oh we we dump raw sewer in the in the river how is that environmentally friendly is a big big issue up here so um but <clears throat> That's a,
1: doesn't
2: vancouver do it too like right into the ocean everyone dumps raw sewage
0: yeah i think some places are now treating the sewage mm-hmm. not but uh like i've you know i I watched some show where they were fixing the the outlet and the divers are going in to make sure they weren't clogged with like debris from the sea or whatever but they were like yeah our art city they kind of addressed that too like yeah i think it's not it's more common than not that people just dumping raw sewage
1: so just that's uh, well, man i don't want to talk on this about show that. ash we just never fact check anything it's just like whatever yeah we try not to with lie us? go figure it out yeah there's a thing called <laughs> google we're we are not the authority <laughs> on these things yeah you've said that a couple times hey i don't really know but just google it whatever. just google it
3: yeah. um i'm not that what google's you believe anymore even it yeah takes... even if you google it yeah
1: that's so true that's so true you know what can you really believe that was the oh, which which podcast were you doing, Ash? You were talking about something like that, just it's social media tracking and stuff like that. Like, it reminded me of that that Snowden movie. Did you guys ever watch that? I'm sure you guys Citizen four? watched that. Is Citizen that Four.
2: One? I didn't uh, get to it. No. Snowden. Oh, was it like fictional? No, it was it, based it,
1: it... on real life. That Snowden guy, the 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 guy that's like yeah. right now hiding away in Russia. Is that what it's called, it Citizen the... Four?
2: Well, Citizen Four was like actual Edward Snowden, wasn't it? But then they did a movie called Snowden. I think it was oh. the one from The Rock from the Sun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, But
1: I, there's another one called Citizen Four. I gotta check that out.
2: See, yeah, I, that one's actually with Edward Snowden. See, it. I oh, have okay. enough
0: of my own doubts about whole like the whole social media, the whole big big tech companies ruling our worlds. I have enough of those thoughts. I don't need I don't need other movies or other genres <laughs> to feed into that like, I, don't know. Yeah, I'm this
1: with you. I just thought that shit like it it freaked me out it was cool i just thought that wow it was uh you know it's kind of a big eye opener right especially when you like well we all have little ones right now right mm-hmm. and and they're gonna get into this world and they're already so exposed to it like i don't know what your guys's, you know parenting styles like with this kind of stuff like my daughter right now she's like she's, um, she's nine years old, but she's already asking for like a cell phone, right? Because all, all the girls and well, all the kids in her class have cell phones and, and Michelle and I are like, yeah, no, 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 we're, uh, we're not going to get you a cell phone for until like, I don't know, you're 18. Like, what do you need a phone for? But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. They'll have to live with this. Yeah, well, I was thinking about going that. back
0: in time and getting grass huts. I think that's a great solution. Mm-hmm. To all the problems, just just ignore technology and just go back to the old ways.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. We we know too much. I think that's the problem. That's why I don't like watching these movies. I'm like, I don't need to know more about how crazy everything is.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It doesn't take much to figure out there's a lot more going on than what's quickly presented to people in the media. Because how can it be that simple? Because ne- nothing's that simple. And that's where I've just decided to stop. It's like, okay, I can acknowledge it's not simple. But I can't really do too much about it. So if I learn more about it, I'm just gonna just worry myself to death. So I'm just gonna I'm not gonna be ignorant about it or naive about it, but I'm you know, I'm not in that I'm not in that circle, so I'm not gonna worry about it.
2: And everything makes me angry. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like angry all the time when I read this stuff. And I don't wanna be like my dad, who I think I saw smile for the first time last week. He was just like angry all the time. I'm like, I don't, I don't want my kids to have that memory of me. Remember when we saw his teeth? Because he smiled that right, me. Right,
0: Right, right, well, It's So true, Ash. Like I <laughs> think that when, when you're like, we're not supposed to be angry people. But I think sometimes anger is a, a reflection of the, the desire for justice. And th- yeah. meaning that isn't right. It should be different. That makes me angry. Not angry because of stupid things like, oh, somebody said something stupid. But just to me, there's there's different types of angry. But no, I, and there's also the angry love. Oh, you don't want to see stupid. And why are things stupid? And I think actually, if, um, if you look at it, I actually think that most comedians are truly angry people that have just really found a way to um, – vent out articulate. their anger. Yeah, articulate yeah. their their mm-hmm. anger through humor. They're generally Absolutely. they're the people that are looking at the rest of the world going, "Well, that's stupid." And they're just, instead of being angry, they're they're making fun of it.
2: Yeah, I think it was I don't know who said it. Maybe it was Seinfeld. Let's just say Seinfeld. He said like comedians are a type of a reporter because they see things that maybe we see and like you said, they articulate it or present it in a way where like, yeah, that's exactly it. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And a good show, like you leave kind of going, yeah, yeah, I guess he kind of had a point there. And you laugh about, you know, that's why like jokes about stereotypes or making fun of certain people are so funny. Because it's like it gives you an outlet and then you leave and you kind of think about it. Right. Like the intro when you said you lassoed a brown guy. It's like, See, this <laughs> is going to give us something to think about. When we leave this podcast right
0: because we don't care but people do care like, like whatever um hey you guys we're we're right up against that hour time ash we're i think we're gonna have to bring you back sometime in the future um because it was really enjoyable talking to you uh Likewise. i liked
2: it um yeah this was a lot of fun
0: it was a lot of fun. We, I think, we just scratched the surface. We really didn't get. We could have got further, but we don't want to be here for two hours because nobody wants to listen to
2: us for two hours. <laughs> I didn't even get to tell you how my last name is made up. So how's that for a trailer? Oh trailer,
0: Hi. oh. We, should we save it or do we extend it?
1: Yeah. Well, it's I want to. You. No, you can't do that. No, don't do no, that we shit can't. to me. I'm you. I'm yeah. not. We're you not that mature. Just gotta, we're, yeah. we're just, we can't handle I'm that. I'm a five-year-old. I will be pressing play to the next season, show, whatever. I need to know.
2: Need to know. Let's hear it. Ash? Well, and I only brought it up because you were so kind when you said, am I saying that right? And I'm laughing to myself. I'm like, I don't know. We made it up. Like, I <laughs> actually don't know how you're supposed to say it. So what? I had, uh, I, obviously, I have a very, like, Iranian last name, and it was super long. And growing up, it was... I learned to laugh about it like whenever a teacher handed stuff back they'd look down at the list like attendance or like a substitute and (laughs) they'd look back up and they say if i pronounce your name wrong and like i'm halfway down the aisle i'm like no that's my test i know it's my test
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: Um, my wife she was born in montreal but her family's polish so she has a pretty polish last name and when Mm -hmm. we got married we're like okay well everyone keep your last name then we're gonna have a kid and we're like well what do we do whose last name do they get and in Iranian culture, the kids get the father's last name. And it was always so strange that like I had to introduce my mom or my mom would come to school to sign me out. And she had a different last name. I'm like, all right, well, I don't want that for my kids. And I didn't want her taking my name because her students wouldn't be able to say it. And it would just torture the little kids. And I was not going to take her name because I'm from Iran and I can't have a Polish last name. That would just look silly.
0: That would be weird. Yes.
2: Yeah. So we're like, what do we do? And a friend's like, just make it up, mash the letters together. And then we kind of made a list. And then Zade, we're like, that's ambiguous enough. No one knows what that is. Combine that with my first name. It's like, I could be whatever I want.
0: You're my new uh, hero. Like,
2: and then we went to city hall and we're like, hey, yeah, we, we uh, want to do a name change. And we're like, okay, who's taking whose name? We're like, no, no, we made it up. And the guy's like, let me get my manager. I, I don't know what to do here and that's that now we got a new last name
1: i love it was that a difficult process like did that take a long time like
2: how Mm, uh well i i think what actually ended up happening is i changed mine first and then my wife assumed my name like through the normal marriage process okay that's how they that's how they got
0: around the that's how they got around it
2: yeah Oh, okay. but yeah, with, with me changing my last name, that was an insane process, which I, I might have to tease the next story because it's going to be long. But it led me to finding out that I have three birthdays. Oh,
3: oh. <laughs> well, I, I, told I you think I know me. how that
1: happened because uh, my grandfather had the same kind of problem. We found out yeah. later on after he passed that he actually had two birthdays. The one yeah. that we celebrated, and the one the government actually celebrated. Yeah, I don't it. know if it was the s- time. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it was the same thing for you, but you had three. Yeah. that's that's so awesome. I can't are wait. Spaced out at least. Could you have taken advantage yep. of that? Well, they are. it's like every quarter. Basically, oh, every nice. Season. Yeah, nice.
3: Well,
0: well, that's amazing. I, I, we, we will bring you back in the f- in the future because uh, it's great to talk to people that are not from Alberta. Or from where our circle of friends are, not that we love our friends, but we like to expand our knowledge and our humor. Um,
2: this is a big responsibility you're putting on my shoulders to educate Alberta.
1: We love all damn educated people there in that uh, eastern part of this country. They're nice people. I'll tell you what they got some good humor. Have you ever heard that uh, that uh, that uh, uh, what's his name? The thing. What's his name that Ash? Ash, yep. The Z dash. Yeah, no, Ashade. Z dash. Ottawa, Ottawa. That's uh, yeah. that. That, that, that the there the Gerber capital in it, eh? Canada.
3: Oh
0: my God. I was
2: wondering how long you could keep up your fake accents <laughs> <laughs> and the real ones. with Canada.
0: <laughs> 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 Gentlemen, it's been fun. We gotta head out here. Till next time. Uh, have a good week. T T Y L. Well,
1: thanks, Al Hello. Oh, shut up! You're doing a stupid thing again. Fuck. Adios. Bye, guys.